What's up, everybody? Before we get started today, I would like to give a huge shout out to Williams Honeybees. We've mentioned on the pod before, Uncle Buck, she dropped off a whole box of goodies for us this week, and we just want to give you a big old shout out before we go. Uncle Buck, can you explain what was in the box? Anything and everything that, you know, you would expect, you know, four ounces would have been plenty. She dropped off, I don't know, a bunch of stuff. (laughs) Like probably like 10 bottles, 16 ounce bottle, fluid ounces of, uh, Different kinds of honey. She dropped off summer honey, spring honey, tulip poplar honey, fall infused, creamed, buckwheat, all kind of different. Hot pepper. Is that just like uh, the different times of year that the bees are producing this stuff? Well, is that what that is? It's Flavor-wise? I mean, we, t- we talked about it. Each, each season is what's available for the bee to pollinate. Yeah. So whatever they use, I'm assuming is what, you know, maybe a different flavor in honey. Yeah, we've got a lot of questions about the bees. We do have a lot of questions. Um, she also gave us like four or five different flavors of chapstick made out of the honey, four or five different scents of bars of soap. Um, what else? The honeycombs. The honeycomb. There's lotion in there, like hand and foot lotion. Hand and foot balm. The creams. Yeah, I mean, I mean she, anything. And I didn't even know you could make chapstick out of honey. Above honestly. and Beyond by Williams Honeys. Shout out Williams Honeybees. And not to mention, I mean, you guys didn't get the honeycomb because my wife, she gobbled it all up. Funny story, I got home from work last night, going to the house and nobody's there to, you know, even acknowledge that I made it home safely from work. Get a little closer to the bedroom and I hear some moaning going on. I'm thinking, oh, wow, what's going on in here? What did I just walk into, huh? Yeah, I open up that door and my wife is laying in bed. With a platter full of pepperoni, cheese, crackers, and honeycomb. Ear-to-ear smile, grin, just having at it like a bulldog drinking water. So she enjoyed the honeycomb. she That's why you don't have it. She took it all. I was wondering where that, because i seen the picture of the honeycomb. I wondered where it went, so that's where it went. Yeah, it's in her, it's in her belly. Okay. Shout out to Williams Honeybees. And if you guys are out there listening, all the listeners, if you guys want to try this honey, it is spectacular. You can go to williamshoneybees.com or you can email them at sales at williamshoneybees.com and you can, you know, place an order or whatever. And it's it's just it's heartwarming, man. People are still out there that are go above and beyond. Amazing. If it's thoughtful as hell and props. Kudos. I would like to ask some questions. How it's, you know, the whole process of it. Maybe spend a day as a beekeeper. What do you think? The sip and serve spends a day as a beekeeper. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do. And she mentioned this. We've been, we know we've been connecting through uh, email. She asked, you know, if we'd be interested in an interview with her husband, that who is the true beekeeper who produce, you know, works with the bees. Absolutely. And I said, absolutely. Hell yes, we would love that. But after the, after the interview, we got to go be beekeepers. We want to put on the suits and go get stung a couple times, maybe. Yeah. Go visit them at williamshoneybees.com. Buck, let's get into it. You ever twisted your testicles? On purpose? No, not on purpose. Have you have you ever tangled up your testicles? I don't think so. I mean, I've got them caught in some awkward places, but I don't think they've ever been twisted. Have you ever had like 
major pain down there at any time in your life besides you know someone giving you a back tag or accidentally getting hit with a baseball or anything like that just like pain in your testicles i mean other than maybe pulling a groin but that's separate isn't it yeah that's, that's, totally, that's tepid- totally different yeah i've never intertwined or have you heard of the medical condition though like that actually happens to people like and they've got to go to the hospital and they've got to like yeah what's the term i, I have no idea probably twisted testicles yeah, I mean, I I couldn't imagine the pain that those people feel. The other night, I think I twisted and tangled up my testicles. Just a little, you're shaking your fucking head already. We're five minutes into the podcast. We just played the intro, and I'm you're just, already shaking your fucking head at me. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what you could have possibly possibly been like doing that was so strainful that you twisted your nuts. The thing is, I didn't do anything. You just I sat sick. down. I literally sat down in my recliner in the studio and popped up the, you know, the footrest and bam, instant pain. I'm telling you, I twisted my testicles a little bit. Now, listen, it was so painful. Like it shot down my leg and I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know if I was having a heart attack, but I knew I wasn't having a heart attack because it wasn't in my chest. It was in my nuts. You know what I mean? It's, it's just a pain that I've never felt before. I mean, so, you know, first things first, what do you do? The heart, you grab, you grab your nuts, right? That's, I mean, if you're like, oh my God, why is this hurting? So you go down there and you grab them. And as soon as I touch them, pain shot again. So I knew something was wrong with my testicles at that point in time. So I lean back, I take a few deep breaths and I wait for it to go away. And it does go away. But as soon as, you know, try to wiggle your dick or wiggle your, your sack, it hurts again. So I literally had to sit there for a few minutes. I got up and started walking around the studio doing laps around the bar. I wish I had it on camera because it would have been funny walking around the bar, and finally, they came loose. Finally. I'm talking, this was probably a five to ten minute process of me trying to untangle my testicles. Wow. Honestly, I'm speechless, man. I've never had an incident where I felt my actual nuts change place. Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. To my right, the board man, Corey with a K. And to my left, you heard him. Uncle Buck's back. Buck, it's grill season. The weather's warming up. I've been outside several times this week. I grilled up pork chops. I grilled up hamburgers, and I grilled up chicken breasts. Have you been on the grill yet this season? Negative. Seriously, you call yourself the grill master, and you haven't even fired it up, man. It was like 70 this week. What the hell? It's called work, Claybird. You do work I two work, to ten. I work sorry. second shift. It's, sorry. I mean, it's a little different on the schedule, so I'm not typically going to wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning and start grilling, right. unless it's a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. So apologies accepted here at Uncle Buck. Okay, moving on. Lawn care updates. Have you mowed your yard yet? <laughs> no, it looks like Vietnam out front. And you are the uh, owner of the Sip and Serve Lawn Care. I mean, what the hell's going on? You haven't even mowed your own yard yet. Again, it's work. Okay. A lot of rain here lately in downtown Frankfurt. I know it's busy. It's popping. Um, it's going to happen today, though. Couple, mm-hmm. couple new customers. All right, really? Yeah. Have they did you hit they hit you up over the off season or I, I what? I hit I hit them up. Just locals. Hey, you know, you want to take some time off? I'll take care of it. Slacking. I've already mowed three times. Jesus Christ, Walters. <laughs> I don't understand how you find the time to go up and lick on some double D's and mow your yard. I got some time. <laughs> we've got a uh, speaking of the lawn care updates. We've got a text from a disgruntled listener here. It says. I'm here to report the sip and serve lawn care is slacking. My grass is getting so tall that it's tickling my German shepherd's nose when she's laying down in the yard. And I am sleeping with the CEO 
of Sip and Serve Lawn Care. Get your shit together, please. Now, I, I'm not going to say who this is. I'm not going to mention any names, but... Well, hopefully my wife's not listening. They're, <laughs> they're saying that they're sleeping with you, so... I hope the guy my wife isn't listening. So what the hell's going on here? She's too busy eating honeycombs. <laughs> I mean, you're, here's a listener right here that's already on your ass. Listen, it's, it's middle of April, man. This is... Too early. You got to realize, I used to live in a condo. All that shit was taken care of, right? So I'm I need to catch up on the time frame of when the grass starts fucking growing. And it's growing. It's growing. I mowed my yard for the first time this week, Uncle Buck. And this it looks it looks nice. Year twelve. Year number twelve on the push mower that we talked about several episodes ago that I've never changed the oil, drain the gas in the spark winter. Plug. Spark plug, nothing. This is year twelve. Guess what? You know, I went down there, I primed that thing, gave a little bit of throttle, and she started purring just like my fucking wife. (laughs) I mean, your yard looks phenomenal. I mean, I thought it did, too. took me about, ah, usually it takes about seven minutes, but I had to do a double run because my grass was so high. So what do you do when the grass gets so high? I do do it twice. Do you bag up the... Yep. Okay. Rake it, bag it, and then I go around and uh, do some weed eating. Weed eating was big time. It took me a little longer this time because there was a lot of weeds because it was the first of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've been there, done that. You're professional at this shit. Not quite yet. I'm a professional drinker, uh, not a professional mower. But the landscaping skills, they're they're coming along, and I cannot wait. Winter's gone. Fall's gone. It's starting to warm up here. The opportunity for success it's approaching. Next week, the sip and serve updates, lawn care updates will be back. Uncle Buck, last week's episode was pretty short. It was probably one of the shortest ones in the history of the podcast. We had a lot going on. So we're going to change that today. And I got a little something special for you. This is a new segment, brand new segment on the sip and serve podcast. What is this? Episode 110, Corey K? Episode 110. 110. In the world today, have you heard of the uh, the cancel culture, Buck? No. Uh, people getting canceled for just like shit they say? That's politically incorrect. Incorrect. You're they, going to get canceled. You're going to lose your social media. You're going to lose your followers. You're Basically, your life's over. I mean, they're just canceling these. They just wipe them off the earth. It's cancel culture. But this is Cancel Corner, where me and you are going to talk about every week, and DG when he comes back, Corey K, if you got something but in here, that me and you want to wipe off the face of the earth cancel corner we're gonna do it every week from here on out until it fizzles out like every other segment we do cancel corner so the first one i got a little story for you this is my cancel corner of the week you know them little cards that you get from mcdonald's from like golf outings or like in like little goodie bags like you can get a free value meal yeah that's mis- it's misleading as fuck it's a, it, it's basically a card that says hey you can get any free value meal off the breakfast or lunch or dinner menu if you purchase this or that no this one this one was the good one it was the gold one okay it had the gold label on it so I could just take it up to the register and get anything I want but it's got to be off the value menu so last week Saturday I went up to the uh, went out to get some groceries run some errands picked up my deer head by the way shout out to that guy. He did a hell of a job on my deer this year. So I went and picked that up, and I was starving. And I was like, you know what? I got that free value meal. I'm going to stop at McDonald's on my way home. Clay fucking roll. Pinching pennies. You weren't going to stop regardless. You were going to starve. I was, go- I was going to come home and throw in like a party pizza or something. <laughs> but I said, hey, you know what? You know what? I got I got this little coupon here. God I'm going to go through the drive-thru and get me a value meal. Fuck yes. Yeah. And then I pull up to the drive-thru. And I start looking at the menu. 
you know, she goes, hey, how can I help you? I said, you know, I'm going to need a minute. She goes, oh, okay, take your time. Let me know when you're ready. So I sit there, and a minute goes by. Sit there. Two minutes goes by. Three minutes goes by. And she says, sir, are you still there? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm here. And I started thinking to myself, McDonald's dinner menu ain't worth a fuck. There ain't one thing on that fucking menu that I want. Not one freaking thing. And you know what? The only thing that I want is a McChicken and a large fry. But guess what? That's not a value menu. You can't order that with that coupon. That's not on there anymore. The va- I thought McChicken was like a dollar. Well, it, it usually is. It's like $1.25 now. But I'm just talking, you know, like the numbers, 1 through 10. You can order. I need a number one with a Coke. So I didn't realize that was considered the value menu. That's what they call it. But goddamn, it's 10 bucks for everything Yeah, that's now. not a value. Exactly. But anyway... I look at that thing, and there's there's I w- one through ten. There is not one thing. I was starving at this time. There wasn't one thing that jumped out to me, and I said, I would love to eat that today. Not one freaking thing. You didn't look at the new chicken sandwiches they have and think, mm, maybe today's a different day? No. I, I mean, on, on our they're number five on our chicken sandwich rankings. It wasn't bad, but I just wasn't in the mood for chicken. I actually wanted a hamburger, but then I remembered how bad their fucking hamburgers were. So my cancel corner is, I'm going to wipe out. The whole dinner menu. The only thing that my, McDonald's is going to serve is their breakfast. And that's it. Their dinner menu is done. Serve breakfast all freaking day. Cancel corner. McDonald's dinner menu. Get the hell out of here. Okay. Uh, funny story about McDonald's. In the local town I work in, we pulled up. Me and the guy I drive to work with. And there's a sketchy character chilling, you know, right in front of the first window that you pay at. So the guy working the window couldn't see him. I'm like, so we pull around the corner, we order, we pull around the corner, and dude's like right there. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Foster, look at this shit. Like, the guy is creepy as hell. So I pull up and I pay, and the guy reaches out, and I'm like, hey, by the way, you got a sketchy character to your right. Like, he's right here. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's his Ted. He just chills out, smokes you cigarette butts. And that was it. He knew Ted was there. And all that guy does is walk window to window where the cars just toss out their cigarettes. Toss out their cigarettes. And he smokes. He lights them back up. Yes. Hot damn, Ted. I wasn't done yet, though. Okay. If you're the most popular fast food chain in the world, which McDonald's is, and your only option that's actually good on your menu is a fake $1.25 chicken sandwich, the McChicken, and your overpriced french fries, something's fucking wrong. McDonald's, if you want to correct your menu, you need to bring the snap wrap back. Snap or snack? Snack. Snack. <laughs> I like snap racks. Snack wrap back. Because I feel like that was their most popular snack? item for a minute. You couldn't go wrong with you couldn't go wrong with a snack wrap. No, man. you couldn't. The and I cannot believe that the the Big Mac is as is as popular as it is. Because the Big Mac is garbage. I mean, I feel like if you like bread, yeah, go ahead and pick. The Big Mac. But if you want more bang for your buck. The quarter pounder. You get the double quarter pounder and add Mac sauce. Okay. See, I I, I ended up getting the quarter pounder, Buck. Yeah. I ordered the quarter pounder that day, and it was all right. You know, I mean, it was better than the Big Mac. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would never order a Big Mac. So I got the quarter pounder. It was whatever. But I'm just not happy with their dinner menu, and we talk a lot of fast food on here. So that's my cancel corner for this week. Why don't Buck, you just cancel out McDonald's? Uh, I, I, I like I like their breakfast. I love the uh, 
the uh, wraps, the breakfast wraps with the sausage and the eggs, and you put a little bit of that hot sauce on it. That's uh, that's great, and they're like cheap as hell, or a dollar a piece, whatever it is. Buck, anything that you want to cancel this week? <sighs> anything that has just really pissed you off that you just want to wipe off this earth? I don't know if it's user error or if it's a malfunction in the mechanical aspects of this device, but you go into the gas station and they've they've gotten away from the coffee being in the kettles. The pot. The pot. Exactly. They've 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 gone to self serve coffee things now that's machines. And I'm in a rush. People around and I just I feel like I catch myself staring at this screen. It's too smart, man. Everything's fucking smart device now. Touch press, cancel it. I want the old fashioned coffee pot. You just want an old coffee pot that you can get just in, pick get up, out, get the in, home roast, your, yeah, and get the fuck out of Dodge. I don't need to sit there and touch where everybody else is touched and stare at a screen for four and a half minutes trying to figure it out, deciding if I want a iced coffee or a hot coffee or if I want some fucking cream in it. I can put cream in it myself. I don't need a robot to do that shit. So cancel it. Okay, that's cancel corner for the week. Corey K, anything? You good? No, I just enjoy both things you want to cancel. That's all I got to add. <laughs> so you, you like the smart machines I, and you like McDonald's I, I menu. Enjoy a, I, yeah, I enjoy a quarter pounder or even the fish fillet menu. And then uh, I don't necessarily like the coffee touch things, but I kind of e- equated that to uh, the Coke freestyle. Where uh, you can pick yeah. the Coke. Yeah, and see, you, I would, like, I'd the love van- to cancel that too. The vanilla Coke and it's be, all touch screen. I love that. Yeah, thing. but the thing with that, that might be next week for me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with the Coke machine is you go there and it it seems nice until you click on it and everything's out of fucking order. Yeah, they yeah, don't have it. That's true. There is usually places that don't have any of the stuff that exactly. They offer. So I'm like, this they're, is false. They're getting too smart for their own good. Uncle Buck, you ever been almost hit by a uh, distracted driver? Yeah. You know, they always say accidents happen closest to home, A right? mile within your home. Yeah. It'll, this was about 400 feet. I pull out, and I go right in front of the IGA here, and there's this dumbass, I don't know, I couldn't tell who they were because it was dark, but it was a dumbass little car, and I seen it ahead of me, like, coming across the road a little bit, so I slowed down. I'm like, okay, this guy's, you know, left to center, whatever, you need to watch it here. So I keep going a little bit, slowed down about 10 mile an hour, Kept getting closer. He was still left to center. And I kept slowing down. There was a point in time I had to stop, completely stop, and take my right side of my tires off and almost into the ditch for this guy not to hit me. We almost <laughs> went head on. And I, I just, I'm just like, you son of a bitch. I'm literally to a complete stop with my truck almost into the ditch. I'm off the road as far as I can go. So you're in fight mode right now. I am. Yeah, I'm just like, if this guy keeps coming, I'm... We're going to go head on. It's to the point where I almost thought about taking off my seatbelt and jumping into fucking back seat, Buck. And then, honestly, honestly to God, honest to God, this guy had to swerve, and he almost lost control and wrecked because he was in my lane, and he seen my truck right there. So you're only... I don't understand why your only, you know, thing of defense was to stay stagnant. What the hell? Do you want me to wreck my truck? Just me? Like Just drive t- off into the fucking ditch. Tell my insurance company, like, hey, this guy ran me into a ditch. They don't believe that shit. They don't care. You, I mean, no. If you're going to hit my truck, at least fucking total it. <laughs> you're, you're not going to total that thing, man. You never know. Anything could have happened. It really just ruined my day. It really did. I mean, I'm sure it put you on edge. It for, did. The whole, it, the whole ride the whole, there. To work. I was just like, what the fuck, man? Like. This and, is crazy. And then you start thinking, like, my life. 
How important? Like, trust me, I did. It what, all flashed right before my eyes because that guy wasn't getting over. Let me ask you this: Did you cuss that day? Afterwards, <sighs> after after this happened, did you cuss the whole way to work? I was cussing that son of a bitch. Okay, see, I would have been, I would have been trying to get on God's good side. No, I was cussing him the whole way to work. What's your story? Okay, so a, a pet peeve of myself and Troy's. Troy has the same pet peeve as you know how people are at stop signs and they inch out, right? Like yep. it's your right, but they keep inching out so yep. you don't know what yep. is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten to the custom I've complacent. Complacency, complacency. I know that they're going to stop in my mind. Well, we were going through town and I was stopped and this car pulled up and it kept inching out, kept inching out. But in my mind, the guy's going to stop. He didn't stop. So it was just slam on, dog goes flying from the back seat to the middle console because she drives to work with me. Yeah. And I'm just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And this guy was probably going, I don't know, 35. It's not going to do a whole lot of damage, but. So he ran a stop sign. He didn't. I mean, it was close. Okay. It was to the point to where I could see his face. Like if you put him in a lineup, I'm telling exactly who the fuck it is. So he was, he was, uh. He was was just, he distracted he driving? Was, he was like an idiot. He raised up it, like he raised up his phone. Like he was showing you that I was on my phone. I'm sorry. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Like that that was his way of saying, "Oh, my fault. I'm on my phone." <laughs> so he 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 called himself out straight up. He ran the. Never stop seen stop. anything like it. I've never seen a guy call himself out and put his phone out the window and say, "Hey, sorry, man, I was texting." Well, I mean, I started thinking about it, but it's kind of like, probably like instinct to him now. Like, yeah. the phone's already in his hand. He's looking at it. And instead of saying, oh, my bad, he's like, oh, look, I was on my phone. So, I mean, it wasn't like near-death experience like yours. I mean, it was going to be a hassle. But the dude wasn't planning on stopping. Moral of the story is pay the fuck attention when you're driving. Let's lighten this up a little bit. Another thing that's been weighing heavy on me this week, I was just thinking about this, you know. I was going through my underwear drawer the other morning, Uncle Buck, and I didn't see any white underwear in there. But back in the day, that's all people wore. So who in the fuck thought it was a good idea to invent <laughs> white underwear? Think, I mean, think about it. I mean, that could that is the worst color of underwear that you could ever invent. And that was the first... I mean, that's that's what underwear was back in the yeah, day. Yeah, but look at the color of cotton. True. Maybe they didn't think about dyes then, man. Didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, the color of cotton is white. Most of the shit... In early days, was cotton. You debunked it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to play DG right now. By I know. No means. I know, but you know, just think about this. Like, you know, when we were little, we wore whitey tighties, and we th- and there was probably a lot of skid marks in there, and there was probably a lot of piss stains, yellow stains. I mean, there all the stains that come, sweat, whatever it be, and you've got white underwear on that. You could ruin a pair of underwear in one hour after putting them on. Yeah. I mean, and think you, about the women. They've got another stain down there. They got a taco sauce. Yeah. I mean, they've got a, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just think about both sides here. I mean, white is the worst color, and the, whoever invented it, uh, they didn't think it through very much. Add something that's not going to show what you got to offer. You know what I'm saying? If exactly. You, if you trust a fart too much and you, little splatter, and you have some white, whitey tidies. That lives with you for as long as those underwear live. And you know when. You're going to remember that day. Every time you put that same pair of underwear on, you're going to know, I shit myself in these underwear. 
Yeah, because that that that's a stain to prove it. <laughs> and you and you know, you know, we had a we had a uh, Instagram clip. I don't know, it was several weeks ago that I said it, at the beginning. I said that thing leaks. Yeah, the women's. I mean, it it absolutely leaks, and I can only imagine when they're going through their their cycle, what comes out of that thing into their panties. I mean, there's a little leakage, and I don't want white underwear. Or they don't. They wouldn't want it either. I didn't. I didn't see my wife's panties last night, but the way she was eating that honeycomb, I'm sure she's lucky her panties wasn't white. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you have you been watching any of the NBA playoffs at all? No, I didn't even know they were existed. I thought since LeBron James was out of the playoffs, that they were just going to cancel it. I'm sure he probably thought that too. <laughs> hey. It was one of the. I was watching it the other night. Fuck and it LeBron. Was, it was one of the wildest moves I've ever freaking seen in my life, Buck. Listen, was to this. it legal? No, this was a fan. Oh, okay. You I know, thought, I thought you were talking about like a spin jazz and no, 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 fingertip no. slam dunk. This was a wild move from a fan. I asked you a question a long time ago about what you would do if you ran onto a field or whatever. How much money? What? Yeah. Cost how much me? money? Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of people run on fields like naked, whatever. This one we've never seen before in our lifetime. We've been on this earth for over 30 years, and I've never seen this happen. It is the wildest move by a fan I've ever seen. An NBA floor. NBA floor. There's not a lot of room to run. In a playoff game, a play-in game, but it's still playoffs, whatever. A chick ran onto the floor during the Timberwolves and Clippers play-in game the other night. This is the kicker, though. She tried to glue herself to the floor. What? <laughs> See the look on your face. This is why it's crazy. It's wild. She tried to glue herself to the floor. It's like a uh, environmental, mm-hmm. like uh, it's a protest. Yeah, like don't use wood. She's we love a, trees. She's a part of an animal rights activist group. She said in the statement after the game, she was protesting the Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor. The group accused him of wrongfully killing chickens on his Iowa chicken farm. The lady was wearing a sweatshirt that said Glenn Taylor roast animals alive. <laughs> they accused him of putting live chickens into like boiling water and roasting them. What's wrong with or that? Or over a fire or whatever. What's wrong with that? And I was thinking, bitch, you don't you really don't want to see how they kill chickens because yeah. they just straight up chop their heads off, break their necks and chop their heads off. Yeah. I mean, it's not a pretty sight, but it has to happen. Chicken is probably the most popular meat in the world. It's the most uh available. Easiest to produce. Yeah. Uh maximum number, least cost. You know what's funny though? You know how she tried to glue herself to the floor with chicken. She she <laughs> absolutely not. She used Elmer's glue, which is cow? No, I'm well, they do have the cow on the front, but just the glue. It's an animal product? And no. No. <laughs> okay. No, what I'm saying is the glue's not even strong. Okay, I thought you were going to say she was like being hypocrisy. No, well, that, now that I think about it, yes, but she used a glue that, you know, preschoolers used to put paper on top of each other, like construction paper. We used in our class. Miss Lippy used like, the shit. You could literally put that glue and glue both your hands together. And as a kid, as a three or four year old, you can still pull your hands apart because the glue is not that strong. Now, talking about the glue that we used, would you ever take the glue and let it dry? And Absolutely. Make like a mold and, pe- and, and peel it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so you could see it, your thumbprint or whatever. For paper, yes. For a human body on a hardwood floor, no. The funny thing was, man, she she acted like she was stuck when they tried to pull her up. <laughs> she acted like her hand was actually stuck, but it, it was absolutely not. They just pulled her right up. 
Like it was the, mm-hmm. the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. That's why I wanted to bring it up. It's just the wildest move I've ever seen a fan do. So what did the court? How did it act after it happened? No, like they, the, they were at the other end shooting free throws. And no, got, I mean like the like the actual consistency of the court. What they do? How they clean that up? Buck, I mean, it was Elmer's glue. All they did was bring the broom out and broom it up. And there was nothing there. I mean, it was it was on her hand. It was on the floor. And then, you know, the security guards, whatever, yanked her out of there within seconds. Well, I was just going to say maybe. And the look on her face, like you could tell, you couldn't actually see what she was trying to say to him. But she's just like, like scared to death. Like I'm, she's like pointing at her hand, like I'm glued. And they were just like, they don't care. They just pulled her right up. You're about to rip every inch of skin off my Absolutely not. It was a glue stick. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Dumb bitch, use a glue stick. (laughs) No, but I'm thinking maybe she just invented a new form of hardwood floors for more tackiness for the the basketball players. Get more grip? Yeah. A little more grip for them. I I don't think she was smart enough to do anything like that. I think she was just a dumbass. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to try to glue yourself, at least bring some super glue or a hot glue gun or fucking something. Yeah, but maybe it's just the point that she was trying to prove. It's what it was. It was the point. She she's an she's part of an animal rights group. Whatever. She doesn't like the way the owner of the T was was roasting this chicken or killing his chickens. So it's probably safe to say she doesn't eat chicken. I'm going to say she's a vegan. That's funny. Moving on. Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. First time in a while we've had a heater. Buck, I want your thoughts on this, and I want you to shoot me straight, and I know you always do. Drinking water while eating pizza should be illegal. 100%. What What do you like to drink when you eat pizza? Ice cold beer. I had two things wrote down. I said, if you don't have some kind of pop, Mountain Dew. Or even tea. Coca-Cola. I don't do tea with pizza, but... If you don't have pop or beer, don't order or cook a pizza. Do you agree with that? Oh, I agree 100%. I mean, Do you think that's a heater, though? Because I know there's several people out there who drink water while eating pizza. Because there's people out there who only drink water. The people out there that only drink water are trying to maybe alleviate calories. Yeah. yeah. But if you're going to mal it down on five or if six you're slices. fucking pizza, what's the matter? Why the fuck is another 230 calories in an ice-cold Coca-Cola or ice-cold Bud Light? I completely agree. And the reason I brought this up was because the other night I cooked a Sicilian frozen pizza. And then I looked in my fridge, no beer, no pop. And I said, fuck. (laughs) Gas station was closed. I grabbed my water and I walked back to my chair and I said, this pizza is not even going to be good now. It was one of the worst pizzas I've ever ate just because I had a bottle of water sitting beside me. You cannot take a bite of pizza and wash it down with water and say, mmm. That was fucking satisfying. I mean, if now that I think about it, you can't walk into a local pizza shop or maybe even a large chain pizza shop and pick your delivery up or pick your order up. And grab a bottle of water. It's usually the it's root all, beer. It's all pop. The Mountain Dews. Yes. Yeah. Like it. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Nobody should eat fucking pizza with water. I'm I glad got, you agree. I got a heater on top of your heater. Okay. Oh shit. So I had my my stepdad, uh, he didn't have water with pizza, but he had milk. He drank milk with every dinner, mm. 2% milk and pizza. Yeah, but if that's every dinner, then that's that's his lifestyle. Yeah, but uh, it's just, uh, that's on top of the, that's the same thing. I mean, yeah, water, it, it water, and pop, uh, water and pizza should be illegal, but milk and pizza, pizza should be worse. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what, Corey the Gay, I agree with you on that. Now, 
A lot of people out there love to have a glass of milk, and I'm not dogging you whatsoever, but I will never do it. I will never grab a jug of milk and put it in a glass and just drink the milk plain. If I don't, like, I'll do it with cookies or like a Pop Tart or something. That's fine. But if I'm just thirsty, I will never, ever pour a glass of milk and just drink it. No way. Nope. I don't know. Something about me, when I see the milk jug in the middle of the night, it's just, it's satisfying to drink, you know, half a glass of milk. That's just like Mother Nature saying, it's time for you to go to bed. (laughs) So at night, I can handle some milk, but yeah, I'm not going to eat pizza with milk. I'm not going to eat water with milk. It's going to be something carbonated. Hopefully, it's an ice cold. Fucking Bush Light, Mick Ultra, Bud Light, some kind of beer. I mean, you just, just like wings. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't eat wings with water. No, hell no. Same way. That's why we're American, bud. You're damn right. Now, back to the milk thing. You said you like to drink milk. And, Buck, you used to work out back in the day. I know you were on, like, a workout regimen back in the day. You used to try to get buff, whatever it was. You worked out every day. What do you day. mean, used to be get buff? <laughs> you don't, I was fucking buff. You don't fucking I couldn't wipe anymore. my own ass. I was so buff. You don't lift anymore. <laughs> I do push-ups. <laughs> so, is it true that milk makes you stronger? Listen, when it comes to building muscle or losing fat, I have zero knowledge when it comes to that shit that's that's your co-host dg he's the guru when it comes to a diet your workout plan but what i've heard is it's the bones it's the it helps the density of the bones to hold the muscle i could be making all that up but that's what i mean that i've heard that so i don't think milk actually makes you stronger i think it's your willpower your desire to push yourself to the limits oh last week you know I benched 215. Well, this week, if I don't bench 230, I'm fucking driving off a cliff. <laughs> so I think that that essentially, it's all mental in my mind. You have to push yourself to that limit to succeed and to reach limits that you, you, you don't think that you can reach. I didn't expect you to go that deep into that, but thank you. <laughs> Corey K., what year were you born? Uh, 89. Buck, same year? Mm-hmm. I was born in 1990. Like I always do every week, I was researching some subjects for the pod, and I came across this. The best year for movie releases of all time. It was like a top 10 list, and I came across this, and it wasn't number one. And I said, there's no way in hell that this should not be number one. I guarantee you it's in the 2000s. Mm -mm, Wrong. 1994. And this was like number three or four on this list, and it blew my absolute mind. And I looked at it, like they gave like their top five movies from each year, and I seen this top five, and I'm like, there's no way this should not be number one. Now, let me read these off. And they're, they're not in any order, no order, but these are all the movies from 1994 that I thought were actually good movies. This is Jim Carrey alone in 1994. He produced three movies, and they're all classics. Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, and Ace Ventura. They were all 1994. 1994, Jim Carrey was an absolute monster. That's wow. why he's one of the best actors of all time. If he can come out and act in all three of those movies, and they're all, I think they're all Hall of Fame worthy movies in 1994. One year he did that. Do they have a Hall of Fame for movies? Probably not, but if so, I would say those three would be close to me. I, I know Dumb and Dumber would. I mean, those top three, the three you just named, they're something that. It's just nostalgia. It doesn't matter if they're on TV or not. Like, if it pops up, you're going to watch it. You're going to watch it. Yeah. Exactly. Now, wait till you hear the rest of these. I'm going to name them off. This is 94. And stop me if you want. Okay. 1994. 
Forrest Gump, classic. The Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, The Lion King, Above the Rim, Little Giants, The Little Rascals, Blank Check, Clerks, The Flintstones, Richie Rich, Angels in the Outfield, D2, Mighty Ducks, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The New Beginning, Baby's Day Out, The Santa Claus, The Jungle Book, Little Big League, The River Wild, Major League Two, Blue Chips, Three Ninjas Kick Back, the air up there, eight seconds. Oh my God! You just said the air up there with Kevin Bacon. That's, dude, that's top three in my book, dude. That list is, is absolutely fire. phenomenal. And how that wasn't number one for one year, for one year, I can tell you why. There's no action in those. Uh, you know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, the River Wild. I mean, that's a that's a murder. Right, there's not- <laughs> some action, but yeah, I guess you're right. There's not there's, much action. There's, I mean, all those are like feel good stories, movies. Yeah, people don't like to feel good, man. Even then, it's all about the the M16s and the guns being fired and somebody dying. I guess you're right. Let's go back through this list. Like as a kid, the Lion oh, King. They're all fucking fantastic movies as, as a kid. As, as, a as kid. an adult. If you're an adult at that age, that's not pleasing to you. Okay. But, okay, as a kid, you would enjoy The Lion King, The Little Giants, The Little Rascals, Blank Check, The Flintstones, Richie Rich, Angels in the Outfield, D2 Mighty Ducks, Baby's Day Out, The Santa Claus, The Jungle Book, and Three Ninjas Kickback. That's what I'm getting to is everything you just listed is something that we grew up watching. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, as an adult, my dad would not like those movies but I he feel, would love blue chips yeah but oh well forrest gump the shawshank redemption i guarantee your dad like pulp fiction i don't know if he ever did the old <laughs> needle to the heart shit man. above, above the drugs. rims with two that's tupac right i'm pretty sure yeah yeah uh, my dad couldn't dribble a fucking basketball so let alone him watching above the rim uncle buck though can you agree 1994 was fucking fire as a kid Okay, yeah. so, so you're debunking the list. You're saying number three might have been okay. I think it it it, it depends on it depends on uh, the territory or whatever you're gonna add. Like who the demographic or who you're gonna ask. I mean, can we say that the Lion King is probably the most popular animated movie of all time? Came out in 1994. <laughs> the best comedy of all time, Dumb and Dumber, was there as well. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't argue that. If you gave me a couple minutes to think of some. Animated movies that are probably a, that I enjoy a little more than Lion King, I could probably do it. But Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> like I said, if if Michigan's playing Ohio State and Dumber Dumber's on TBS, I'm probably going to turn it to Dumb and Dumber because it's it's just a movie that regardless of what is going on, if you see that in the schedule, you're planning your day around that. I mean, like I said, it goes back to. Everything else that was involved with that list. Yes, 1994. As a kid, as we grew up watching Three Ninjas Kick Back, phenomenal. But as an adult, that list is not that pleasing. Okay, that's fine. That's why That's why you're here. Now, see, I would have guessed like 2001 or something, 2002, because that's when Hollywood was like, we got to make up for 9-11. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of good directors and shit tried to, to kill it. But nostalgically, early 90s, late 89s, like Drop Zone and shit like that, to me, that's what I love to watch. Okay. The old Point Break with Johnny Utah. That shit, to me... Roadhouse? Yeah. You cannot, you know... Be the old action movies? Yes. Okay. I, I knew where you were going there. Did you watch the Masters at all? 
I did not. I didn't either. And I usually do. The reason I didn't watch it was because Scheffler had such a big lead the whole time. I mean, it wasn't close. The only way he could lose is if he didn't show up the last day. Okay, yeah. So usually when it comes to Sunday of the Masters, I love to watch because, you know, usually it's a tight race. There's three or four guys in contention, right? So Scheffler, he had, what, the three or four-stroke lead the whole time, and it just wasn't even fun on Sunday. He played lights out. Yeah. Congrats to Scheffler. So... When I when I was when I seen that I'm like okay let's think of something for the podcast and this it hit me right away. Do you think me you Corey now no. and DG now listen best ball no, no. we're not beating Sheffield no I'm not saying that okay do you think me you Corey and DG could go into the 18th of Augusta National if we're playing as a foursome the 18th hole yep and par it no listen would you let me finish okay i'm just trying to answer your question <laughs> do you think us four could go in as a foursome and play best ball with a four stroke lead with a four stroke lead we're going in and we're going to win the title we're going to wear the green jackets do you think we could hold our four stroke lead yeah in the 18th yes i think we could now, the Absolutely last nine not. Holes, probably not. No, if, no you, I, if you give us one hole and we have four shots, pretty much at each shot, and we, it's best ball. I'm going to tell you right we, now, we our, our drives, win. our drives are going to fucking go into the trees. So we're there's already one stroke right there. Well, I guess I need to visualize 18th hole. Is it? Is it the? I think it, I think it's a dog leg. We're going to have to rip it around, and I don't think we can. Well, that's when I just pull out the old faithful seven iron and just lay the exactly, fuck up. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. They're already going to get one stroke on yeah, you. Yeah, but they have the, four. They have four strokes. If the dog legs to the right, we'll be okay because Bucks always goes to the right. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> that's absolute, my cock. I'm going to say <laughs> uh, that mine's left. So we're good. So we're good. <laughs> we can make a road sign out of our dicks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, but seriously, I don't think we could. I don't think we could hold a four-shot lead going into the 18. That's the same as you asking if me, you, DG, and Corey being up by 15 points for the minute left against Michael Jordan. Could we that's, beat him? That's a different story. No, it's not. We can hold the ball and we can make free throws, you dickwad. There's none none of that in golf. There's none of that. We're decent enough to beat Absol- the dude up you, by four you know strokes. What, Buck? You know what? You say we're decent. We are not decent at golf. We are horrible golf players. We are not decent. We are horrible. Well, I tell my wife every week that I could probably go pro. Yeah, well, you're lying. <laughs> it's not the only thing I lie about. <laughs> I know. You know, last last episode we got we got a little horny, didn't we? We started talking about some dirty stuff. You know, sometimes I don't remember that. <laughs> the mill dog. You were the, horny the whole time. No, I'm not. When I say when I say we got a little horny, I'm I mean, being sarcastic. Yes. We got a little erotic on the pod. Yeah, we usually do when it's just me and hey, you. Speaking of her. Being erotic. Do you know what my wife's favorite position is? I mean, I don't know her as well as you do, so no, I don't. It's the zombie. So this is a sex position? Yeah, it's the zombie. This is where the pod starts getting a little horny. Go ahead. It's where she just lays back and gets eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What what do these buttons do? The natives would have given the pilgrims a donkey instead of a turkey. We'd be eating ass for Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. I, I, oh, dude, I didn't have nothing to say, so I just wanted to see what these buttons do. <laughs> Any, oh, fuck. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. But okay, so I came up with a question for you this week. Yeah. Thanks for the joke. What? I don't. I doubt that's even a joke. No, that's that's, that's a real, real position. Okay, okay. <laughs> Last week you said you were a horny little goat when you were younger, right? Yeah. And honestly, honestly, from hearing you talk now, 
there hasn't been shit changed, right? You're still just a horny. You're not a little goat anymore. You're a full-grown goat, but you're still horny, right? I think I'm just a miniature goat. Full-grown miniature goat. Horny goat. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this. If you were to walk into a building nowadays, put yourself in 2022, and you're walking into a random building, where do you think you would find the most gorgeous women? And what occupation do you think they hold? Well, I mean, this isn't a building, but I'm going to say a zoo, a zookeeper. So you think you could find a good-looking woman at a zoo? Absolutely. Somebody that loves animals and is sexy as fuck, zoo. Okay. 100%. So I was going to tell you to do this. I want you to build me a top five list, the top five places you can find a gorgeous woman, basically their occupation. And I've got, I've got a few ideas for you, and if you don't like them, throw them out. How about a teacher? In 2022, there's good-looking teachers out there. I mean, there's now back in 1995 when we were in school, 19 2000. There was a few, but there, I feel like now there's more good-looking teachers than what they were back then. I feel like there's more teachers now that are like willing to cross that line. wasn't going to go there. I'm okay. going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> How about a lawyer? Would you want a good-looking woman representing you in court? I mean, I mean, I think you see that more often now. Uh, Think about her walking in there with that short skirt. She is there to either save your life or put you in jail forever. And take your money. Exactly. How about a doctor or a nurse? Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's there's been times that I've had somebody, you know, put an IV in or a catheter. (laughs) Gave her the side (laughs) eye. Said, hey, (laughs) I'm Uncle Buck. Give her a little extra tug, maybe. Yeah. How about a secretary? I feel like, like in all the porns that we see... Like on Pornhub, the secretaries are the hottest. The secretaries that are like the stepsister? I wasn't going to go to the stepsister <laughs> side of things. But like if you walk into a building and yes. that, that's the first person you I, see. And if you're an owner, if you're an owner of a business, you want them to be the face of your company. That's the first person a customer sees when they walk in. Which is kind of surprising to me why like hotels in New York, like downtown New York, their bellmen are like old, old people. But I'm just talking like new new employees. Like what occupations do you think, you know, you're going to find a good looking girl at? Uh, and I feel like a secretary, you and a younger secretary, just maybe the boss has the hots for it. And she's like, I want her around. So I'm going to keep her as my secretary. I mean, unethically, sure. That's, that's not right. But yeah, absolutely. If you're a boss, you're going to hire the hottest, most attractive woman or man. To take notes for you. Basically. To be outside of your office whenever you're there. Yep. Now, I think this could be number one. And I want, I'm want i I'm eager to hear your opinion on this. The bartender. <sighs> I don't know. I just, I have a, if you're a bartender out there, I'm, I'm sorry. But I just have a bad perception about bartenders. I feel like they're misleading. Okay. But, you know, we're getting ready, us three, we're getting ready to head down to Nashville in what, a few weeks for uh, Otis's bachelor party? I can almost guarantee you, uh, I'd say at least 65 to 70% of the females down there are decent looking that are bartending. Yeah. And they're also making probably $1,200 a night. Probably so. So, so I think, I feel like bartending is, could be the top of this list. If you walk into a bar, chances are you're going to see a good looking girl handing out beers at the bar because think about it. A, A single guy is more likely to give a hot bartender more money, you know, that's I mean, true. I agree 100%. Like, if she is, you know, your type, and she's serving you in the correct manner, 
uh, I'm going to tip her. Exactly. I mean, it's it's keep the tab open, but here's a $5 bill. Fair enough. Every time. I feel like that's got to be at least top three. What about a flight attendant? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just a, the mentality. They're just the robots in my eyes, man. It's the same routine yeah, every told what to do, yeah. fucking day. They say the same things over and over. Same day. You want pretzels? You want peanuts? What if this she is comes, the exit. This she, thing <laughs> fucking yellow. It's going to blow up. Uncle There's Buck don't like flight attendants. I can tell where this is going. He's not going to make the top five flight no, attendants. Um, no. <laughs> Fair enough. We're going to move on. Now, this, this might have been, this is a little out of date, but what about a librarian? I don't know, man. I don't, you know how many books I've read in my entire life? Not many. Many, maybe three. Yeah. And that's, I can't even name the third. And you had to read them in school. Exactly. You've read more than three, but I get what you're saying. You would never read a book for fun. I'm not going to the library. Yeah. But I do think that they portray a librarian as being, you know, meek, maybe uh, kind, not sexual, Deceased, you know, deceptive. So you don't think a librarian would make this list? I think that they would make the list for being the most freaky. Yeah. So you think a librarian could get down? She she hides it, but if you get her alone, maybe the librarian would rock your world. She will make several a book, different ways. She will make a bookworm out of you. Okay, a bookworm. All right, I like that. How about a bank teller? Okay, I've I, I've I've actually experienced this in the past. Tell me a story. Um, I mean it was. I went to go make a withdrawal because Haley and I were going on a vacation. And they have all information in your bank account. Mm -hmm. And when I walked in, she was, you know, normal. Not really, you know, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. After she seen my bank account. Oh, seen the money. She turned it on. She wanted you. Her uh, perceptive of me, 180. So you're saying you're rich? I'm not saying I'm rich. I'm just saying that she, she liked what she's seen. She liked what she's seen. And she uh, she went from, eh, hey, how are you, Mr. Merita? What are you doing after work? Mm, I get where you're going here. Yeah. And don't lie to me either. You thought that was kind of cool, didn't you? Oh, I've... <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. I see your smile, you motherfucker. I ate that shit up. Yeah, I know you did. I know you would. Realtor, you're going to look at a house. Say you're a single guy. You go look at a house, and Corey Case trying to sell his house right now. Shout out. Yep. Buy Corey Case's house. There you go. Um, say the realtor's hot, and you're a single guy. You're buying the house, and you show up, and you meet a good-looking chick <laughs> on the front porch that says, hey, let me show you around. That goes back I feel, to Pornhub, man. It sure, it sure does. <laughs> Property POV. It sure does. <laughs> it sure does. But, I mean, think about it. I feel like the younger crowd is getting into uh, you know selling houses and stuff nowadays. I feel like you're more... If 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 I was the owner of the real estate agency, I would for sure make sure you want the most attractive, most easy, easy going, good talkers, happy. You don't want some prick go out luck. there. You don't want a prick with selling a, a house or a car with a a, a resting bitch face. Yeah, you, you don't know? want that. You want good looking, well dressed, happy looking people because that's you're going to sell most of your houses and make the most profit off people that are pleasing to the buyer. What about a hairdresser? I mean, I, I feel like they take pride in what they look like. I think and, so, too. And their art. I mean, yeah. you're, what you look like after they get done with you, that's their artwork. And if they're willing to do that to you, you know they're, they're going to do that to themselves. So, obviously, they're going to be... Right up there. Yeah. So, let's build the top five after what we just talked about. I know you said the zookeeper. 
Corey, you got one? Yeah, I got Waving one. Waving his missing, hand. Yeah, you're missing one. That, that Deshaun Watson would have number one overall, and that's a masseuse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. You know what? That just slipped my mind, Corey. Okay, that's a great – I mean, you're going to go in there and get a rub and tug. Yep. You don't want – You don't, you don't want – Robert Kraft. <laughs> yeah, you don't You don't want a three rubbing on that thing. You want a ten, right? Yeah, exactly. You okay. want the Deshaun Watson I mean, Instagram if you're not looking models. at it, though, who gives a fuck what they look like? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, uh, depends on the position, but yes, I guess what, I know what you're saying. So let's build a top five buck. I guess it's not a glory The hole. most likely places you're going to run into – the most likely occupation you're going to run into a good-looking woman, what's your top five? I'm going to say a doctor for sure. Doctor and nurse, nurse is number one. Yeah, it's is damn. It's number one. And I mean, my my number one's a zookeeper. That's that's. I got a thing for animals. All right. Can so. we put that at two? Yeah, that'll be two. Okay. Zookeeper. Could you imagine a bitch with a real nice body working a cobra? I'm letting you have the two spot with the zookeeper. Let's just keep it at that. Okay. Number one, doctor, nurse. Number two, zookeeper. Number three, I feel like it's got to be bartender. See, I'm going secretary with three. Okay, I'll give you secretary. You give me bartender at four. At four. And I feel like uh, number number five, let's build it out here. It's a teacher. It's got to be teacher. It's teacher. Yeah. It's teacher. teacher. They don't make hot for teacher for nothing. No, and I, I feel like I'm going to argue with you here. I want to switch it out. I want to put teacher at three, secretary at four, bartender at five. Teacher needs to be up there. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. I'll agree. All right. So our number one most likely place to run into a gorgeous woman at an occupation is nurse doctor. Number two is zookeeper. <laughs> That's Uncle Buck. I have no idea where that came from. Number three is teacher. Number four is secretary. And number five is the bartender. I feel like that's a great list. And now I feel like the sixth man, the sixth man's got to be the hairdresser uh, or a I would, barber. I would go like a uh, a biologist. Absolutely not. We're gonna go, we're gonna go with the six man is going to be the hairdresser. I feel like that's a great list, and I feel like people will enjoy this because they're, when you walk into these places, I feel like our listeners are going to be looking out. Yeah. Right. Let's get into the text this week. First thing, name one thing in life you've always wanted to do but knew you never would. Beekeeper. You really do want to put on the suit and be a beekeeper. I want to know what kind of bees they use, where they get their bees. What do these hives work with? Like, what's your um, contract like contraption. How do you get the honey? How does this happen? What plants do you use? What flowers do they pollinate? I wanted to know all of it. So for one day, I want to be a fucking beekeeper. Back in the day, you remember when you had that dirt bike and you used to rip that thing around your yard? It was y- a YZ eighty five. YZ eighty five. YZ eighty five. I remember I was a little kid and I'd sit over here. In my house, me and Buck lived, I don't know, a rock throw away from each other. And I would hear that thing start up, and he would start ripping around his front yard, and I'd be like, ah, I want one of those. I'm so jealous. And I always asked my mom for one for Christmas, but I never freaking got a dirt bike or anything. I wanted one so bad. a four-wheeler. I mean, I, yeah, when I was older and I bought my own. But you know what? I want to get on a dirt bike, and I want to hit the biggest fucking jump ever. And I want to be able to turn that dirt bike sideways like they do. You know, I don't know how to explain it. Tail whip. A tail whip or something. I want to turn it all the way sideways and then land that thing. I want to hit the biggest jump ever on a dirt bike. You know, that feeling with that machine between your legs. The G-force. The heat coming off that engine on your thighs. You're going over a big hill and it's just your nuts go up in your I want to be able to ride a fucking dirt bike like a pro. Yeah. I mean, that sounds phenomenal. Next one. Mrs. Buck here. This could be trouble for you. 
I'm, re- <laughs> I'm responding to the wiggle wagon comments from episode 108 with Big Daddy Tatted Pappy. As long as Uncle Buck forever loves the wiggle wagon in every direction, including reverse, then I'm okay with it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. However, he's never allowed to put the word wide or any other adjective in front of the wiggle wagon. I mean, you, you told me I was going to catch some flack with that... uh Wiggle wagon. Sounds, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think you did there. I think she enjoyed it. Well, I mean, she knows she's what talking the, about reverse here. She knows what the fuck she can do with it. Okay, she can do a little more than Cameron Myers with his wiggle wagon. <laughs> he can put it in reverse, baby, or she can, not him. <laughs> yeah. Next up, Uncle Buck, my guy. Just call and report your car lost or stolen. Also. Sasquatch is real. So I'm glad I'm glad they sent this in. So you got any updates about your card? Here's the thing with the card. I've thought about it and I've called and they want to they want to consider me high risk. So if I call and cancel my card, they want to put me on like a 65 to 70 day um lien or exemption from getting a new card. Now why is that? Because you've been a you said on the last pod yeah, you've been National there for like City, 20 years. National City Bank. Because it's they that's a threat to them. They're fraudulent, so they 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 put like zero tolerance to that stuff. So if they basically know, because you I've, subscribe to a porn site, they're saying, well, we're not giving this guy a new one because right off the rip, he's got to wait X number of days before they say, hey, we're going to give you a new card. So you fucked yourself. You shouldn't have called. <laughs> I guess, and you can't just call and cancel a card to them. Without an explanation, like, I guess I could have lied and said I lost it at the airport. I think you should have. I don't, <laughs> you know, we should have talked about that, Buck, now that we're thinking about it. I think you should have just said, hey, I lost my card instead of saying, hey, I, I subscribe to a porn site. It's called OnlyFans.com. And this <laughs> this other pervert that got a hold of my account, he's holding me hostage. I don't know what to do. Can you help me? I think it would have been a lot easier. Hey. I used it at the airport. I, I didn't put it back in my wallet. I think it's still there. I need to cancel it. I think that would have been a lot easier. It would have been a, a shit ton easier, but then I think of karma. And when it comes in a karma, it's like, well, what's going to happen five or 10 years down the road? Because I lied about it. I'm just weird like that. So I just took the honest route, the honest day route. And it fucking backfired. And it backfired. So <laughs> now he wants pictures of me in child Halloween costumes. Next up. <laughs> What's one of the dumbest, most expensive purchases you've ever made? There was one time back when I was, ah, shit, probably 2018. Yeah, probably 2018, 2019. Me and my buddies got this bright idea that we should all go buy Groms. Groms, which are basically mini scooters with hopped up motors. I mean, they went about they look 50. Like, they looked like the look of them was legit. They, they were, they were like legit. Street you would, bikes. You would think, I mean, they're a little bit smaller than, a, you know, full-size street bike, whatever. I mean, it was a little bit smaller than that. But yeah, you would think these things would run, but no, they would only go like 45 or 50 mile an hour. It was the most stupidest purchase I ever made. I went up to the dealership. We bought six of them off the showroom floor. I swiped my credit card for a fucking Grom. I just, you know, as a young, dumb kid, I'm just like, yeah, I'll just swipe my card and I'll just take this thing home today. I don't have to go to the bank. It was just ridiculous. I bought a $3,500 scooter. That's what it was. I loved it. I mean, it was fun for two weeks, and then I sold it. Yeah. I mean, it was something that you would rent on a vacation, yeah. not buy for yourself at home. You're you're damn right. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Next one. When you're home alone, do you shit with the door open? 
<laughs> I have to. My dog. I mean, God forbid that, you know, I go anywhere with that, that dog. So she wants to be by me 24-7. So, yeah, I shit with the door open because she forces it open. I kind of switch it up a little bit. Sometimes I like to shit with the door open, get that air flowing. Sometimes I like to close it and keep the stink in. I don't know what it is. Sometimes I like to smell my own shit. Do you ever do you ever take satisfaction in smelling your own shit? I, I used to, man. And then COVID, it kind of fucked me up. I still don't have my scent back for like sewage. So say if you go through or past a sewage plant you or paper mill. You can smell it. You can smell miles it. Miles away. But now I've taught myself that this new scent that I have, it's, and it's, it's odd, man. It's like herbal. It's like you've taken, you know, five or six months of protein, herbal supplements, amino acids, and then that six months or nine months, you're shitting or pissing that out. You gain a scent to it. Like, it, it has a different scent. But I wasn't doing that. It was just the COVID. It's the normal smell. It's just... Not there no more. And the funny thing is, is like I would go to Walmart and would just fart and think, well, hell, that smells different. Nobody else can <laughs> no smell it. No one can smell it. Nobody can smell it. And so I would just light the aisles up. Yeah. Would just let loose. A little then, dusting. <laughs> yeah. And then one day we're, Haley and I were looking at something and I farted and I smelled the herbal immediately. You could tell it was just, it was good. Did you shit? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so. I mean, all those times that I had, you know, released my gases, everybody else smelled it. I just didn't know that they could smell it, so I'm an idiot. Amazing show, boys. Just started listening a few months ago. Looking forward to Thursday. Official member of the Pierce Fan Club. Any hats left for a fan? Morris. Hey, Morris, thanks for for listening. Um, No, we don't have any hats for you, but... I would like to come up with a new design this spring slash summer. So, Morris, keep listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We'll have some new new gear released here this summer. So, keep listening. Appreciate you. Everybody loves Troy. I mean, he's just a happy-go-lucky. I don't. I, I mean, I'd hate to say it, but there could be a funeral and that dude would just lighten, like, lighten the mood. Yeah. That's just his personality. And I'm going to tell you right now, if it was up to me, we would have Troy on every week. Yeah. But it's just not possible. Yeah. He comes on, you know, maybe once a month, once every two months. I don't think he's been on since episode 100, has he? I don't think so. And so it's been 10 episodes, so Troy's due. But if we could have him on, we would have him on every week because, honestly, we all know it. Me and Uncle Buck, DG, Corth K, we're not as funny as Troy, and we know it. we're not even nearly as funny as Troy, and we know you love Troy. So, I mean, future, I hope we can have Troy on more. Oh, uh, yeah. Troy, if he's setting to the left or right of you or left of me, that's just looking at him and seeing that <laughs> smirk, man. It's like, I love this motherfucker. He don't even mean to be funny. He just, just his personality is like 100% that. 100% real. Makes you cry. Good people, man. He's just good people. It's all natural. Kids, it's time for the Sipionary Word of the Week. Today's word is... The April Shower. (sighs) I'm going to say this is somehow involved with pasta and straining it. Say you're laying on the floor and you're kinky as fuck and you like a little bit of pain. 
you have your significant other make a, a boiling pot of pasta and then strain it on top of you. Oh, okay. April, April shower. April shower. Yeah, the water pulls out on top of you. Okay, you're way off. Okay. <laughs> so this is what it's about. It's an uncommon party trick that is mostly used when the line for the restroom is too long to wait. The male urinates in between the legs of a urinating female while she is sitting on the toilet. The old two for one. So they're a uh, discount session. You're basically two birds with one stone, the old saying. You're taking two people out of the line. She's sitting down. She's pissing. She's spreading her legs, and you're peeing in between that little triangle there. Haley and I have actually done the April shower. You've done the April shower before. I've done the April shower. And I've, it, it I've works, never tried it. It works to success. Now, now, I do not believe that at all. I do not believe well, that it was see, successful. It, now, listen. <laughs> here's my reason why. Here's my reason why. Because when we pee, and you know you're getting to the end, it starts like spraying. It just a, you push it out and then it's like a little sprinkle. Them sprinkles are hard it's, to control. It's, it's a bathroom, man. You just you're probably sprinkling. You're floor. probably sprinkling on her pubic area yeah. at that point. You have a solid maybe in her belly. You probably filled her belly button up. You have a solid stream for at least ten to fifteen to twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. So when you hit that point, you know, hey, I'm not going to have a solid stream anymore. So you pull to the right or the left and you piss on the bathroom floor like you dribble. This was a crazy night at the bar and we pulled the April shower and it was successful because. The men's waiting room, they only have maybe two or three urinals. Yeah. And it it tripled my success rate. Like, for me getting from point A to point B, tripled. You just went into the females, pissed in between the legs, and you were out there. I followed her in because they thought, hey, these guys are about to fuck. Yeah. yeah. And I was pissed. That was that. That was it. You know what? This is probably the first Sipsionary ever that we've ever actually done. I think this might be... The first Sipsionary that anybody's ever done. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod. Like us on Facebook. Our email is Sip and Serve Pod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to call us on our voicemail hotline. We had a voicemail this week, but it didn't come through clearly. 740-720-3537. I believe it was from our little buddy Leo, Uncle Buck. And he said, I couldn't understand the first part of the the voicemail, I think it got cut out somehow, some way. But at the end, he says, I lost my first tooth. I got to go. And then that was it. He's not a little boy anymore. He's a grown-ass man. He's a grown-ass man. So, Leo, hopefully the uh, tooth fairy took care of you. That's all I got for this week, Uncle Buck. Thank you. Corey K, as always. I'm Rolski. I feel like Troy's done the April shower multiple times. There's no way if he's drinking beer, he can piss in between that little triangle in between his woman's legs. That's no way in hell. I would put in Vegas, it's probably plus 1,000 that Troy does not hit her legs or her pubic region with his piss. That's, why that's we, it. That's why we should nickname Troy's wife the urinal. <laughs> <laughs>